Welcome to another episode of The Brand Called You, a podcast and podcast show that brings you leadership lessons, knowledge, experience, and wisdom from thousands of successful individuals from around the world. I'm your host, Ashutosh Garg, and today I'm delighted and privileged to welcome a very, very senior and respected journalist from India, currently speaking to us from the UK, Mr. Jaggi Bhaseen. Jaggi, welcome to the show. Uh, thank you so much, Ashutosh. Totally my pleasure to be on your prestigious show. Thank you so much. Thank you. Uh, Jaggi is an author. He's a political analyst, analyst and commentator. He's an amateur theater actor. He's an author of the well-known uh, series and book, Agent Rana. And he's the first TV-trained journalist from India. So I'm delighted because I now have him on the other side of the camera. Uh, Jaggi... <laughs> Before we get into talking journalism, tell me your journey in brief. Well, uh, Ashutosh, I started in the good old, I don't know, the good old or the good bad or whatever days of Durdashan, actually, okay. because when there were no private uh, news channels yeah. and Durdashan was the only channel. Mm. So I joined as, uh, in those days, it was called a news correspondent. Mm. Uh but we were among the first uh, fully trained news correspondents in the country. We were actually trained at the FTIA, wow. Film and Television Institute mm -hmm. of India. Mm -hmm. And then we had uh, the German broadcaster. I think it was uh, an offshoot of DW channel. Mm -hmm. And those trainers came over and trained us. So mm -hmm. uh, fantastic training. Mm -hmm. Uh, early days um, and you know what happens is when in early coverages there are some significant coverages which stick in your mind mm. uh, I was the first person when the Babri Masjid fell okay. I was there with my camera team I wow. did that. Mm -hmm. the first ever Indian journalist television journalist to go to North Korea and interview Kim uh, amazing that's the grandfather of the present Kim yeah yeah, yeah. And, and people are quite amazed how did you land in North yeah, Korea yeah yeah I interviewed Mikhail Gorbachev, uh, uh -huh. who died recently. Yeah. So a lot of uh, interesting uh, times and uh, this thing. That was the privilege of being among the first Absolutely. of the lot. Absolutely. Yeah. So for someone who started off with Doordarshan, and today there are hundreds of channels, I'd love to get your perspective on how has journalism evolved and changed over the decades? Well, you know, there, there is a journalism is actually, how do I put it today? That today, journalists have become the news mm. uh, to a certain extent. Correct. It's not only the news or the broadcasting. It is also journalists per se are becoming the news, which to my mind is a little unfortunate mm -hmm. because I still belong to old school, mm. where I think that the news has to be given primacy. Correct. The second thing, Ashutosh, what is also happening all over is that we are living in a very polarized world. Mm -hmm. We are living in not only in uh, in the Western world, but even in India. Mm. So journalism, uh, to some extent, is following that trend. Mm. So to get objective news channels is a bit of an ask, if you ask me. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. <laughs> but... Uh, well, but that that is the state of reality we are living with today. So yeah, it has it has evolved, but rather devolved to some extent. I would I, say I agree with you. I agree, and yet, you know, Jaggi, when I look at it, when I was growing up, and I think I'm older than you are, uh, we used to have a few superstar journalists. You know, uh, someone like a Kushwant Singh, for example, and my yeah. grandfather used to make me copy his editorials or writing to learn English properly. That's right. They used to decide what 
the views they had and what I should interpret. Correct. Today, everyone can interpret their views based on what they are reading. That's what are your thoughts on how this has changed? Absolutely. I think Gushan Singh actually set the ball rolling uh, long back. And I am uh, also good friends with his son, Rahul Singh. Uh, Rahul is a good friend. Mm. Um, you see, what Kushwan did in those early days, but he was very careful to do that, was he started a column which is he used to give an opinion. Correct. So, which was a little different from what used to go, let's say, in the in the weekly, in the illustrated mm. weekly or in the other publications which he was the editor. Mm. Um, opinion, opinion in journalism is absolutely fine. And uh, you associate uh, opinion with certain journalists. Mm. But what I'm saying is today... It's not only the opinion of individuals. Mm. It is the opinion has now entered into mainstream journalism. Correct. So today, if, let's say if I'm, um, let's not take names, but if I'm watching a particular English channel or I'm watching another mm. one, you know, and I know what kind of a bent Absolutely. they will be. And mm. I know the bent of the other channel. Little unfortunate because at the end of the day, you're right. Uh, today, because thanks to social media programs like what you are doing, mm we can all form our own opinion. Mm. Uh, so I don't need a channel or somebody to tell me uh, what to follow, what to do. Mm. Leave it to the, we are all intelligent enough to make our own decisions. Correct. Uh, but but unfortunately, that is not the case with especially news channels. But I think in that sense, social media is doing a great service. Absolutely. Which is, uh, Absolutely. And, and, I, I, and like yeah, the brand called you, I think you guys are doing a fantastic job of this. You know? Thank you. So yeah. But, you know, you, your response gives me a segue to the next question, which is social media has democratized news completely. Yeah, I'd love to get your perspective on how our personal devices that we are all carrying in our hands, how are they changing the way each one of us is interpreting and disseminating news? Correct. So I'll give you a very interesting example. I'll, I'll, I'll answer this question in a slightly offbeat way. Sure, sure. Uh, I'm here for almost a month now in uh, London and I'm staying at the home of a very dear friend who's almost like a family member. Mm -hmm. She's a German lady called Elke. Mm -hmm. uh, Elke was a city banker. But before that, she was in the Secret Service uh, wow. with okay. Willie Brandt and mm -hmm. she comes mm -hmm. from that generation. Mm -hmm. And she is an academic also. She reads a lot uh, uh, Economist is a favorite magazine. And today when I meet Elka, she is sitting on the table, she is having a breakfast and she is always on a phone reading something. Mm. So I said, Elka, I can't believe this. What are you doing? You know, you're... She said, Jaggi, you have to change with the times. Mm. Today I can't take, I have to read something and I'm always reading from my phone. Mm. And that's the big change, you know. Today we have, as we call an extra pair of eyes, whether it's a laptop or whether it's a phone, mm. uh, we are constantly surfing, we are constantly... I mean, right now, before even I was talking to you, Ashutosh, I was listening to this opinion by somebody called Jonathan Pike, mm -hmm. uh, who writes New York Times. Uh, mm -hmm. Very interesting, very comic kind of uh, takeoff on the British election system. Mm. But that's the world which has changed so much. Correct. Instantly, we are every morning, afternoon, evening, we are forming opinions and mm -hmm. we are discarding uh, old beliefs. It's a world in change. Completely. Well said, well said. And yet, you know, when I speak to senior people like you, I often wonder how is technology yeah. changing journalism? You know, um, I've been writing for a long time from a typeset press to sitting in front of a camera on television. 
and i remember mm. i was uh, on uh, on you know on some of the doordarshan programs as a resource from itc yeah. days yeah to today how is technology changing the way journalism has evolved well it's made a huge contribution it's easing a lot of our efforts uh, like i'll give an example as a former television professional mm. we used to do something in the old days which which is still obviously done even today by reporters it's called a piece to camera where you stand in front of the camera which you know ashutosh mm. very well you you yourself are a, such a wonderful professional mm. uh, now in the old days the piece to camera used to be used to memorize your lines or used I to see. think that this is the way mm. because today it's what i call the teleprompter generation right. you know everything is there on cue in mm. front of you mm. uh that's one example of how technology i can bring in wipes i can bring in so many effects i want to i can bring in old footage they can all come and go at the sw- click of a button you know mm. so yes it's 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 but but the basics ashutosh i still believe haven't changed mm. you have to have uh, good sense and you have to have good communication abilities to communicate your point of view that hasn't changed well said. but Absolutely. yes it, it helps it helps a lot well certainly. said but you know the younger generation the millennials the gen zs and uh, the people younger yeah they have drifted away from newspapers magazines and are getting news only in bite sizes on their personal devices that's right what does that do to the entire so called business of journalism very good question i think it's a, such an interesting question you ask me and i i see the example of my son who's uh, working in miami mm. and uh, karan has different political views from me Correct. but and we have these raging arguments at times <laughs> he's completely woke and liberal mm. in a certain way mm. But the fact is, when I ask Karan that are you following the news, he says, "Pops, listen. Here's the thing. I am not interested in these news programs which you have back home in India. Mm. But I follow the trends very well. You know, on my laptop or on my phone or something, mm. I know exactly what is going on in the country." Yeah. The point is, among even among the younger generation, they are following the news, mm. but the but they are not interested in these lengthy, long-winded, you know, shouting matches which mm. we have these. what we call in hindi the dangal mm. kind of interviews or uh, cast uh, they, they are not interested in that certainly so mm. we have to give it to them a shorter more brisk more uh, attention grabbing kind of uh, you know maybe with some comic touches thrown mm. in or something more you just have to compete with the rest of the media to grab mm. their attention the younger mm. there's no other way now mm. and at least in india we still have the older people like me who want their two newspapers with the morning cup of tea where do you see this uh, industry of printing uh, hard copies of newspapers and magazines going oh it's it's i i i am uh, all for that ashutosh i actually get five papers <laughs> and uh, even though i'm i'm a non corporate person in a technical sense but i still read the economic times and obviously all the other papers mm. that generation is going away you know i used to do this column in the times of india college in trana which was yeah. a comic book format mm-hmm. uh and it became really popular mm-hmm. with the toi mm-hmm. um it ran for almost two two and a half uh, three years mm-hmm. uh and the reason why it was started in the first place was to prop up circulation mm-hmm. because circulation was go- going down mm-hmm. so they needed some device they needed some new conduit 
where the circulation could go up. Mm. It is whether you like we like it or not, it's a losing battle. Mm. Uh, hard copies are going down mm. today. I think the only way forward, Ashutosh, is segmented, uh, very very particular kind of publications which cater to specific needs. Mm. The all big newspaper, which is telling you everything, that's mm. over because you get your news now in the next five or ten minutes. What's going on? You Correct. Know? So yeah. Correct. Yeah. I mean, I, I suddenly woke up and suddenly my wife was telling me, oh, Cyrus Mystery has passed away. Mm. You know, he was in an accident. Mm. And mm. it came, the flashes come like this. Yeah. So the world has changed. Absolutely right. Yeah. But let me now move to uh, Agent Rana. Tell me a little bit about Agent Rana and what was your hypothesis? Other than, of course, what you mentioned of increasing circulation. But I've seen that, 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 that uh, you know, that, that piece. And yeah. it was very popular. Yeah. Uh, I have, you know, I, I love geopolitical thrillers, mm. um, both film as well as to read. I'm, I'm a follower of uh, the English writer called John Lika. Mm. You know, these are all Graham Greene. These are all yeah. wonderful writers. Absolutely. Uh, so I always had this deep desire uh, to have some kind of expression in terms of uh, visual uh kind of a thriller, mm -hmm. you know, a geopolitical thriller, mm. uh, a thinking man's thriller to a certain extent, not only the brawn, but, you know, somebody where somebody is doing a lot of thinking also. And as luck would have it, a uh, person we know very well, and I'm sure you probably know about him, Sanjeev Bhargav, he used mm. to be with the Times of India group. Yeah. So Sanjeev and, and I were talking and Sanjeev said, listen, Jaggi, why don't we start this particular thing? Mm. I'm looking for something to take the circulation up. Mm. This seems like a wonderful reason. I can get the board approval. Mm. I'm pretty confident about that. Mm -hmm. So you think we can pull this off? I said, certainly yeah. we can pull it off. Yeah. That was the genesis. Yeah. That's how it all started. Okay. I think the, the Times Media board gave the approval and uh, it was on its way. And it became and really popular. Absolutely. Well. But tell me, for our viewers and listeners who may not have yeah. heard about it, what were some yeah. of your uh, hypotheses when you started? My hypothesis, uh, it, was, um, it was based on what I call fictionalized reality. Okay. That's the term I'm going to use. Mm. The fictionalized, uh, there were, there were, uh, there were, it ran for almost one story, actually ran for almost a year. Then there was another story. Mm. The first story was based partly on uh, our dealings with our neighbor, Pakistan. Mm -hmm. And the second one was on a renegade Chinese, but the, the China element also came in. Mm. Uh, so you can say it was a popery of nationalism, of action, of uh, a lot of thinking, of strategy. Uh, it had a lot of ingredients into mm. it. Uh, mm. Uh, fast-paced, uh, there were also talk of making a film or something about mm. it. I know what, what's happening to that. Mm. But, but that was the, the context is fictionalized reality of our current events. Mm -hmm. So a lot of the events and you could find echoes of that, what's happening in real life. Mm. So that was the inspiration, actually. That's what gave it a certain topicality, immediacy, and the fact that people could relate to it. Very interesting. Um, another question relating to journalists, and I'm going to ask you this question from the perspective of the young journalists, because there are a lot of young journalists, you know, the millennials and the Gen Zs. How are they, and they have come as a breath of fresh air, as I'm sure you would see with your son or my son, yeah. and very different views. 
when they have come into the profession of journalism as journalists yeah. how are they mm-hmm. changing the way organizations have started to think well for one thing uh, journalism today is a far more not lucrative profession but a much more well paying profession you know the, the the equation has changed um they they um especially business journalists they're mm-hmm. doing well for themselves in a certain way mm-hmm. so it's it's a serious career option for a lot of people who then graduate from uh, business journalism and move to other academia and uh, you know there's a back and forth which is going on mm-hmm. but what the young journalists have done is that um, i don't know if it's good or bad but they certainly bring a lot of uh what what what, what i call opinion with them mm-hmm. uh, a lot of them their opinion has been shaped in today in liberal environments mm-hmm. in liberal universities whether mm-hmm. in india or abroad so they bring that particular conviction with them mm-hmm. uh, as i said our mantra in our time used to be a certain level of objectivity for the mm-hmm. want of a better word right today they are not afraid to take sides mm. now it's a debatable point whether it's a good thing or a bad thing mm. but their conviction whether it's on environment whether it is on gender whether it's on women rights which is welcome to at one level it's it's really welcome but the mm. other at another level you know you are taking a stand somewhere mm. so what we call the younger lot actually are not afraid to take a stand mm. now the jury is out there it's a great thing or not a great thing i don't know mm. uh, but that's that's what's really happening with a lot of the younger journalists today very interesting i have time for two more questions my next question is what we spoke about for a very briefly earlier and that is about how journalists are now getting divided mm. along political lines yeah and you yeah. also mentioned that the younger people don't hesitate or have the, have the courage to take sides i have two parts of this question what has caused this and is this good or not so good for journalism well i i'll tell you what is not good for journalism let's start with that first okay. what is not good for journalism is when you have what is called a, not paid journalism but when you have vested interest journalism mm. for instance there are journalists who all of us know are very closely associated with certain political entities correct and when that projection is coming in the telecast when that projection let's say even is coming on social media for instance mm. Mm. that's not a very happy situation Absolutely. to be honest mm. because everybody knows who these people are and how their association uh some of them are doing it actually in india ashutosh is doing it for a rajya sabha ticket mm. let me tell you that wow that's the dream of every journalist you know mm. i want to get a rajya sabha yeah. ticket at the end of the day mm. that's not a healthy thing mm. i certainly don't mind now because the world has changed mm. people have convictions by all means please show but just write just write what is called an opinion out that, that this is my opinion mm. which is fair enough mm. you have an opinion do that mm. don't pass it off as news that's my only problem correct once people pass it off as news that this is the sacred gospel news that's not true the mm. news is somewhere very you know it's it's somewhere in between as i said the as i said the truth always lies somewhere in between Please. it's neither this side or that side absolutely right so, yeah so, so that's the good and the bad of journalism mm, fantastic fantastic and my last question to you based on your amazing journey as a journalist and everything that you have achieved for our young viewers and listeners what would you say are three lessons you would want them to take away from your life's journey and from our conversation 
<laughs> okay. Uh, the first thing was follow your heart. I am a, such a great believer in that. Yeah. Uh, follow your, you know, all of us, and there is this classic dilemma that sometimes a lot of people are doing jobs, uh, they, their heart is not really there in it, mm -hmm. but follow your heart. I mean, I just give by example, you know, when I was growing up, my mom, because that was the era of sort of engineer hai ya doctor hai aur kuch hai. and mm -hmm. she me into science. Absolutely. And I couldn't, Ashutosh, I was struggling. <laughs> I don't know how I passed my maths in class 12. Mm -hmm. uh, but I later took to arts and everything and did very well. Uh, mm -hmm. Top actually in the university also. Mm -hmm. But uh, follow your heart. Mm -hmm. That's very, very important. Wonderful. Have conviction. Yeah. But also be empathetic. Yeah. I, I keep telling to younger people, if you lose your empathy. Yeah. Uh, you have to take positions in life, fair enough, but yeah. don't be hardline about your positions. Correct. Don't lose your sense of empathy because that is the greatest gift we all have. Mm. And if we combine these two, yeah, that's that's good enough. You know, we are Absolutely. good human beings. That's yeah. what really matters in the Absolutely. end. That well said, well said, well said. Jaggi, on yeah. that note and your uh, wonderful lessons of follow your heart, have conviction, be empathetic. And at the end of it, we are all good human beings. Thank you Correct. so much for speaking to me. Thank you for talking to me about your journey as a journalist, about everything that you have learned. And, for, and thank you for sharing your thoughts on the way journalism has evolved. Thank you also for speaking to me about Rage and Rana. Right. Uh, thank you again for speaking to me. And finally, good luck to you. Thank you so much, Ashutosh. And thank you for giving me this wonderful opportunity to connect with all your wonderful readers all over the world. And uh, more power to uh, you and your program. Thank you. And congratulations once again on this wonderful The Brand Call You. Thank you so much. Thank you for listening to The Brand Called You videocast and podcast. A platform that brings you knowledge, experience and wisdom of hundreds of successful individuals from around the world. Do visit our website www.tbcy.in to watch and listen to the stories of many more individuals. You can also follow us on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram and Twitter. Just search for the brand called You.